I talked to my family. I said, this is the, la the last thing I'm going to do. I'm going to try this year. I'm going to work really hard trying to, to get a chance to play professional baseball. And I, I made it. I made it. And I think that was the only offer that I got. Five ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And what a game. What a moment. All right, I am pumped now to welcome into Flippin' Bats Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar, thanks so much for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for of having course. me. So we got new year, new team. You're officially a Los Angeles Dodger. Tell me, what was the process like for you this offseason, ultimately signing with the Dodgers? It was, uh, uh, you know, uh, first time in free agency and everything, trying to to be involved in everything that is happening. Uh, obviously, this, this year, free agency was a little different than the ones before. But uh, at the end of the day, I just tried to make the best decision that I can for me and my family. And I, and I think uh, signing with, with the Dodgers was the best one. In this were there year. other teams that were seriously in the mix down the stretch? Or once you decided with the Dodgers, then the process kind of took over and you went forward with them? Or was it like down to the end, you didn't know where, what you were going to do? At the end, it was uh, it was uh, Boston and, and, and the Dodgers. Uh, we were trying to get more years uh, in Boston. The only the only years that they offered was two. So, and everybody knows that because it, it became public. Yeah. But uh, like I said, the best opportunity and the best chance that I have to get a, a good deal was the Dodgers, even it was with one year. I feel like the Dodgers kind of became pretty, um, you know, they this offseason deferred a lot of money to players and it became public, especially with Shohei and his contract. <laughs> And yours as well. There's deferred money with your contract as well. So for you, what was that decision like deferring money and how did it come about? Like, did the Dodgers come to you saying, hey, there's a lot more we want to do with this team. It would really help us if you defer some money or how did that happen? I just realized that, you know, as a player, you know, and, and you see when, when a team is trying to, to put a really good team together and, and they give me the option and, and I say yes, because it helps. Uh, then to make better decisions and go for yeah. uh, more free agency to make the team better. So uh, at the end of the day, as a player, that's 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 what I want. I want the best team uh, on my side and try to win everything. You guys certainly feel like you're in a good position with at least one of the best teams in baseball, if not the best. I did read that Shohei was one of the first people to reach out to you after you ended up signing. What What did he say to you when he called you? Uh, no, he he texted me. He texted me. Okay, what he said? He asked me how it was, and then uh, he said, "Hey, now we're teammates. Let's go." That's <laughs> what I said. And then say welcome, and from there he just keep talking about you know regular things. How pumped are you to to play with uh, play with him this year when you've been playing against him for your entire career? Last year you guys were in the same division. How pumped are you now to be able to play on the same team as Shohei Otani? Oh, I'm really excited, you know, uh, because watching him from the other side and 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 have that in your mind that okay, what what this guy do every day to get ready to do the things that he do in the in the baseball field. Now I got the chance to see it in practice and 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 
preparing himself for the season and, and just to enjoy the things that he does. Can you believe, I, so I try, I was a two-way guy in college and I feel like people don't quite understand the work that it takes behind the scenes to be able, like I couldn't even do it in college. I ended up having to pick to become a hitter to be any good at hitting. I couldn't do both. For him to do it in the big leagues at the level he's doing it, the work that he, he puts in behind the scenes, I just don't think people understand how impressive it is what he's doing. I mean, he gets really early to the field and start doing things and, and four hours, five hours go by and, and he's still doing something. Yeah. He, he, he does not stop. So he's a really hard worker and, and, and that's why he does the thing that he does. Are you, down he, in, are you down in Arizona yet? Have you made the trip down there with your new team or are you still like next week you'll head down? Yeah, yeah, I had, I had like four days already here, uh, you know, trying to know everybody and trying to get engaged with everybody and uh get everything ready for uh the first day that is tomorrow nice so you're on you're on a team full of superstars obviously there's mvps everywhere you look do you think does that make it easier or or more challenging to find your specific role with the team because at the end of the day you're playing 162 games it helps to know your role and have your role established does it make it easier or or more difficult with all the superstars on the team for me, the only thing that I want to know is that if I'm going to play every day and where yeah. I'm going to play. And uh, I had that clear. Uh, they already told me that, that uh, most of the times I'm going to be playing left field. Uh, I don't know what part in the order, but for me, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to try to do my job and not thinking about anything else. And at the end of the day, I just want to do things to, to help the team and, and just try to win. So did they tell you when you first, when you were signing with the Dodgers, was that something you, you wanted to make sure of then? Like, Hey, I don't want to sign and be in a platoon situation where I'm only facing lefties. Like I, I want to play most every single day, even though this team is full of stars. Like I, that's what I want to make sure I'm going to play. You know, there was the, they were the first one to say that, uh, yeah. you know, you're going to play every day. Uh, I didn't ask for it. I didn't uh, talk about it. They, nice. they were the first one to, to say it. And that's when they say that I was going to play left field uh, every day. And sometimes it, it, it can change to play right field. I, I want to go back to 2011. Uh, you signed with the Houston Astros. And, man, I, I can't imagine. You're, you're a kid 18 years old signing out of the Dominican Republic. What was, what was that process like for you? It's totally different here in the States, you, you typically go to college or you're drafted out of high school in a big draft. Like what, what was the process like for you being a kid in the Dominican getting signed to play for the Houston Astros at 18 years old? I mean, it was, it, it was tough, you know, uh, because in the Dominican, when you're getting close to 18 years old, uh, your chances are going, uh, down. So the percentage, uh, for you to, to get a professional contract, it, it's, it's slow, uh, and for me, uh, that year at the beginning of the year, I talked to my family and I talked to, to my trainer, the one that, that trains me there, mm -hmm. the, that was going to be my last year because I was going to turn 19 in October, the 2011. Wow. And I talked to my family. I said, this is the, la the last thing I'm going to do. I'm going to try this year. I'm going to work really hard to trying to, to get a chance to play professional baseball, and I made it. I made it. And I think that was the only offer that I got. 
Wow. In three years down in Dominica, and it was the, with the Houston Astros uh, for 15. Uh, it was at the end, it, it was uh, 20,000. Wow. So it's almost like you have 16, 17, 18, and if you get to 19 years old, your, your window is pretty much shut. Your chances are really low. I think when you pass the 18 years old, your chances are less than 10%. For wow. you to sign. So it's, it's really low. So what was Teoscar Hernandez going to do if he didn't get signed that year by the Houston Astros? He turns 19 years old. You've worked your whole life to become a baseball player. The last three years to try and get signed, what what's what would have been next for you? I mean, for me, I had a, I had a very clear, you know, my family. Uh, my brother is an engineer. Uh, my dad has a, a company that do construction and all that stuff. And um, a lot of a lot of family members are engineering, so I, I had a, I had an idea of what I, I wanted to do if it, I don't get to the professional baseball. Yeah. In, in that time, so uh, just gonna keep studying, you know, going to the university and trying to get ready for life. Crazy! It all worked out, man. And just five yeah. years later. At 23 years old, uh, you get the call up to the big leagues in 2016. Yep. What was your call up to the big leagues moment like? Like, how did it happen for you? It was good, man. It's just something that I, I, I think about it and, and, and it reminds me like it, it was yesterday. You know, it was a really, really good experience. Uh, every single thing that happened that day, I remember like it was yesterday and it was an off day in Fresno. We were in Fresno, AAA, Houston. And I was sleeping. I was sleeping. I get up. Uh, I was going to take a shower. Uh, and then I was in the shower and the, the, the phone started ringing. It was a, a number that I, I didn't have saved in my, in my contact. So I didn't listen to it. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, how you call that scam? Scam, right? Scam, yeah, like scam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of spams, <laughs> uh, like calling you every day. So, I thought it was one of those, and and ring the phone was ringing, 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 and then stop, and then again the same number. And I said, okay, uh, let let me answer. And it was <laughs> uh, it was my manager, Tony Di Francesco. Mm-hmm. That time in AAA, he he talked to me, and and he was the one that told me that I was going to to the big leagues. That's awesome, man. And then, so you end up getting up there. Your second ever AB in the big leagues. You go deep. What was that? What was that moment like? What was that at bat? Were, were you still nervous? Were the nerves still there from the first AB, or was it the second at bat? You were like, "All right, I got the first one out of the way. Now I'm here and I'm good." And the nerves were all gone, and then you hit the home. I mean, it was it was something, man. It just it doesn't feel real. Yeah. In that moment, nothing nothing feels real. Uh, when I hit the ball, I, I just feel like I was by myself in the stadium. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I didn't see anything. It's just a moment like you were in, like in space for me. And, and, but it was, it was, uh, I mean, impressive. It was really like excited, happy, like all the emotions of the good way you, you can, yeah. like, you can get off. That's awesome, man. You say so you've now played. You've now played for the Astros, the Blue Jays, and the Mariners in the big leagues. So my question for you, playing for those three teams over many years at this point, is what teammate, when, if I ask you what teammate in your career 
so far has been the most instrumental in your success? Who comes to mind? Uh, Kendrick Morales. Why? I think he was the the only one that I can like watch him and learn from him, mm-hmm. and the only guy that uh, I spent more time playing with him because I played with Batista, but it was it was only like two months or yeah. one month. Yeah. After that, and then and then it was Donaldson, but Donaldson that year he was hurt most most of the year. So, and uh, I started the year in AAA. That was eight and eighteen. And after that, I didn't have like that real mo- model mm-hmm. that I can follow, that I can watch, that I can learn from it uh, until this year. Wow. So. I saw in an interview before last season, actually, speaking of like learning from guys, I saw in an interview last year, you were asked about Julio Rodriguez and your relationship with him. And you said you were just trying to get to know him better, to learn from him and to teach him everything that you knew about the game of baseball. So now almost exactly a year later, how'd that go? Like, what's your relationship like with Julio now? And what was it like playing with that guy? I mean, it was, it's incredible. If if and you guys know that you, you watch him play, uh, yeah. and and for me that I watch like all the process, all the hard work that he does, all the things that he do in the off season to get ready for the season. It's it just it's he is a kid, but what he does is like a grown man. So yeah, it's he knows he knows what he what he wants and 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 everything that he does is to make him better he's yeah. he he doesn't want to stop learning he doesn't want to stop and and the spot that he is right now he wants to get better he wants more and and he works for it he's a really really hard worker you guys had last year with the mariners you were the eighth youngest team in all of baseball the dodgers last year were the oldest team in the game of baseball so i guess you've kind of been in this interesting position where you're going from a a really young team, a lot of energy, a lot of like young up and coming superstars to a team with a lot of superstars, established MVPs, vets. So is there, and I know it it hasn't been long, but is there a noticeable difference for you, a big difference playing with a team full of older vets as opposed to a really young up and coming exciting team? Yes, it's it is uh, it's, it's it is already a different because uh, like when you're young, it happens to me. It happens to everybody that gets to the big to the big leagues that doesn't have the experience. Uh, when you get to the to the clubhouse, you see everybody doing their thing, getting ready. Like n- they know what they have to do here in in LA uh everybody's focused on on getting ready and and all that they think is about winning 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 like it's it's not the same when you have like a really uh young group their plans are different the the, the way they think is different it's not wrong but but it's different like and for me playing in a lot of young teams because I was in Toronto Toronto was young too yeah and I get I got traded to Seattle. Seattle was young too. And and one of the things that I never had was a, a group of people that I can watch, that I can watch, that I can learn, that I can see them, and yeah. trying to take some something so I can put it in my career and myself. And 
get better. This yeah. is the first year that I, that I got, that I'm gonna have all the good players that I can learn from. Yeah, that's cool. So you've, you you know really Blue Jays and Mariners, both teams were were younger and up and coming, and a lot of like hopefully potential superstars. And you're kind of the older vet on the team, even at a pretty young age. So now you're surrounded by guys that you know, like the Freddie Freemans of the world, um, the the Mookies of the world that you know you you've watched from afar, and now get to be able to to go to a team that you can learn a lot of things from them. That's got to be pretty. That's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah, man. I mean, you, 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 like any way you look, you're going to see a guy that is really good hitting. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to see a guy that is really good pitching. You're going to see a guy that is really good on defense. And that's, that's when, when I say that I'm going to learn a lot from these guys, that's what I meant. You know, yeah. like everywhere you go, everywhere you look, somebody's doing something that you can learn from it, learn how they get ready and knowing how they've been doing it for so long. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think that's going to help me a lot in my, my career and as a person. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That's, that's a cool way to look at it for sure. Um, last year you were on a team before the season that was unbelievable. You got to play for Team Dominican Republic in the World Baseball Classic. Just from an outside perspective, I thought it was one of the coolest things for baseball that that's happened. How how was the experience for you playing in the World Baseball Classic? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, I didn't get the chance to play uh, every day, but yeah. experience was there, and I enjoy it the most that I can. And and it was it was cool, man. It just just to represent your country, your people, and then, like, the country that see you, like, grow and everything and see you becoming a a, a, a big leaguer, it's, it just satisfies you uh, yeah. as a person because you look bad and, and see where you was and now you represent your country. When when you had that as a dream, it's, 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 it's really amazing and and. I don't know how to explain it, but it was good. It was a good experience. I wish they can do that every two years. <laughs> I know. That was awesome. It was so much fun to be able to watch for sure. And I'm sure it's it's a testament to you to be on a on a team full of superstars. It's really cool for you to be able to be a part of that team. And I look back at at your career so far, and to me, it seemed like everything for you started clicking really like during the COVID season, I would say. You hit 16 homers and only 50 games during that season, which is nuts. And you hit 289, you won a silver slugger. And your career really, you were silver slugger that year. Your career really took off from there. In 2021, the next year, you were an all-star, won another silver slugger, hit 296 with 32 homers. So my question to you would be like, what clicked for you ahead of that COVID season or during that COVID season? Did something change or was it just more experience in the big leagues? It just, I think it was more the, I was, I need to understand the game. Yeah. So it's uh, hard to get ready. And like you say, I think experience 
everything comes with experience. So some guys make adjustment right away. Some some guys uh, spend more time to make adjustment. And going through all the, the tough time at the beginning of my career, I think made me stronger, made me better, made me uh, work harder. And, and and I think for me, that, that was the key, you know, to get ready and, and knowing the lead, knowing the pitchers and, you know, there's a lot of different things that, that make the difference. Yeah, some guys take too long to make adjustments, like me. That's why I'm sitting here right now talking to you. I couldn't make those adjustments <laughs> fast enough. Those 92 I mean, mile not, an hour sliders got the best of me. Not everybody can be a baseball player. Yeah, 92 yeah. mile an hour sliders got the best of me, you know. I, I couldn't adjust to them. It's, it's not easy, man. It's not easy. Even for the professional ones, it's not easy still. And you can see it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So I got some, I got some fun questions for you before we finish up. First of which being, I, I got to know, I was looking through, I was looking at your baseball reference and baseball reference lists one of your nicknames as being Mr. Seeds. What's the story behind that? It was, it was Toronto, man. Uh, I see like all the different things, uh, doing something funny, doing something good when somebody hits, hits a homer. Mm -hmm. So in that time, Toronto didn't have anything. And, you know, we always have a lot of seats in the, in, in the dugout. So I said, oh, this might be a good idea. I just, every, every time somebody hits a homer, I'm going to dunk seats uh, <laughs> on their heads. And I started doing it. And then the Players Weekend came and I was trying to think for a name and then and, and I don't remember who told me to go okay so but go Mr. Seeds and I say wait a minute okay that's that's good and I just put Miss Mr. Seeds so I saying, like that I like that all right who is the toughest pitcher that you have ever had to face in your big league career or it could be outside the big leagues but the toughest pitcher you've ever faced for me the toughest one was uh Scherzer okay what about it Slider? It's everything. Like, when, when you're thinking about one pitch, he throw another one. When you think about that pitch, you throw another one. And for me, that I think that was the hardest uh, at-bats of my career. Yeah. What about on, on the opposite side of that? A guy you've just always seemed to have his number, no matter what. <laughs> you step in the box, you know you're getting a hit. Uh, there's, there's, there's a couple that I have a pretty good success against them. But most of, most of them I are uh, left-handed. Okay. Uh, one of them is uh, Martin Perez, mm -hmm. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, Ryan Jarbro. Yeah. Plus. But th those three are the most the most ones. I like. Oh, that. and uh, Anibal Sanchez. I, I, I had some. Anibal Sanchez. Words. Yeah. There's a righty. There's a righty in there. There's a righty in there. Yes. <laughs> um, if I ask you, funniest teammate you've ever had, who comes to mind? Uh, Guriel, Lourdes. Lourdes Guriel. Yeah, he always make you laugh. Anything, everything that he does is gonna make you laugh. He's one of the one of those players that you see him and and he just laugh. <laughs> he's it's you know it's 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 really funny because we always always talk talk about it even yeah. when, when when we're mad and we look at each other we laugh 
<laughs> so one 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 of them is 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 him, Vladdy, uh, and Espinal. That Did was the, ever, the three guys that that I have more like experience together. I know you grew up a huge, um, you know, your, your favorite player growing up, Vladdy Senior. Then you get to play with Vladdy Junior. I'm assuming you got to meet Vladdy Senior being a teammate of of Junior, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was one of the first things that I talked to to Vladdy. I said, I need to meet to meet your dad. That's he is my he's been always my favorite player, and he's still, of course. Oh, when 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 did his his coming and I, and he told me, oh, this day this day, okay, perfect. And since then we became really good friends. Oh, that's really cool. What was it's, that? It's really cool. So you guys, I mean, you guys are are close now. After growing up, he's your idol. You get to meet him, and then you guys become pretty close. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one for you. Favorite stadium for you to play at? Boston. Why? I I don't know. I just I love the the way the fans are. I love if even when people don't think about the stadium is because it's really old. For me, it's one of the the best ones. I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, it just. It just feel good to play in there. Yeah. So was that going? I, I know you're you're happy where you are and how things ended up this off season. But was that part of the the thought process this off season when the Dodger or when the Red Sox were in the running of like, man, I love playing in that stadium. I love the fans. I would love to play there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I cannot I cannot lie about it. I just uh, I was really excited because they were showing. Uh, a lot of interest in interest yeah for me and but at the end of the day you know i uh, just trying to to make the best decision that i can for my career and for my family so yeah. uh they they didn't come with a good deal so i have to decide going somewhere else uh on the contrary of that question least favorite stadium for you to play in it can be like a dump of a stadium or it could be somewhere where you just cannot buy a hit Yankee Stadium. Really? I don't like Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Why? I feel like every time we go there, there's one or two day games. And the ball, you cannot see the ball in day games. I don't, I don't like Yankee Stadium. Not because it's the Yankee Stadium. It just I just don't don't like being there. I don't like the city. <laughs> you just say everything <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, last one for you. So you now have a teammate that's one of the greatest two-way players of all time, if not the greatest two-way player of all time. You now have a teammate in in Mookie Betts who can play a gold glove outfield and be a stud infielder. So could you play another position in the big leagues? Could you pitch? Could you be an infielder? Could you do something else other than play outfield? Oh, man. Maybe an infielder. Yeah, because I I was an infielder before I signed as an outfielder. Middle infield, or maybe second, <laughs> second or third. <laughs> that I don't I don't have to move to move too much. <laughs> that range in the infield might not be where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Say, Oscar, thanks so much for joining me, man. This has been a lot of fun. Good luck in spring training. Good luck with with the Dodgers this year. You guys are going to be really good. It's going to be really fun to watch, and I really appreciate you hopping on. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it.
of course. All right, see ya. All right, thanks again to Teoscar Hernandez for joining me, man. The Dodgers are going to be so, so good this year. Fascinating to see what they did this offseason, contrary to what a team like the Red Sox did this offseason, and specifically with him, a guy that would have been more than happy to play there, but they just didn't come around to it and really have come around to to nothing, at least to this point in the offseason, which is surprising. But, man, the Dodgers are going to be good. I love talking to Teoscar. Really cool to hear his story coming up at 18 years old in the Dominican, and that's considered old to sign. And he almost had to, to call it quits with baseball and do something else. So I really enjoyed that conversation. Hope all of you did as well. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify. You can watch on Spotify or YouTube. And we're on all social media at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for today's show. Thank you all for watching. Spring training is here on us finally. Until next time, this has been Flippin' Bats.